Welcome to Newsmax Daily for Wednesday, June 14th. And strap in, because as you know, we have a lot going on, and I have a lot of fantastic Newsmax content. I could go on for two hours. It's a monumental day for America, but even more so, maybe by coincidence or not, on this June 14th, First, today is National Flag Day, established on May 30th, 1916, when President Woodrow Wilson issued a presidential proclamation declaring June 14th to be National Flag Day. And you celebrate, of course, by displaying the flag of the United States of America outside your home, on your lapel, on a t-shirt, on a bumper sticker, whatever. Today, we also commemorate the creation of the U.S. Army, which was established by the Continental Congress in 1775 to fight against the British, this during the American Revolutionary War. And on this amazing day, June 14th, is also Donald Trump's birthday as he turns 77. I was with Eric and Laura, the kids. Happy birthday, Grandpa. Happy. And I said, oh, great. I just got charged with it. Won 400 years approximately. But this June 14th, 2023, marks the day after a former U.S. president has been indicted on federal charges for the first time. I'm not the one who thinks I'm above the law. I'm the one that followed the law. I'm the only one. Tuesday, Donald J. Trump charged with 37 counts related to his alleged mishandling of classified government documents at his Palm Beach home and obstruction for allegedly not cooperating in the return of those documents. I hadn't had a chance to go through all the boxes. It's a long, tedious job. Takes a long time, which I was prepared to do. But I have a very busy life. I've had a very busy life. They make it more busy because you're always fighting. And right after his indictment in Miami, Trump did what everyone who has just been indicted in federal court would do. Uh, President President Trump is making an unscheduled stop here at the Versailles restaurant. Uh, We weren't I I wasn't aware this was part of the plan. We thought he was going to head straight to the airport, but he stopped at a restaurant and he's saying hi to some folks here. Let's just go ahead and just listen in and see if we can pick up anything. Folks watching President Trump on schedule stop here at a restaurant in Miami as as he was supposed to be heading to the airport and receiving prayers now from various parts, various communities. Uh, One prayer we could actually hear that uh, the president was, uh, that those who were in attendance were praying that communism never infects America's shores. Communism brought in, of course, by the Democrat Party and, and, and actually seeing and coming to fruition here with a lot of uh, political issues that are being raised with this indictment. Newsmax's Chris Salcedo with the play-by-play as President Trump made an unscheduled stop at a Cuban restaurant in Miami. No word on what he ate, but you know Trump definitely brought some food back for his private jet or at least a few guava cheese pastries, if nothing else. He then returned to his golf resort in New Jersey where he addressed a crowd of supporters and the nation on Newsmax. This day will go down in infamy, and Joe Biden will forever be remembered as not only the most corrupt president in the history of our country, but perhaps, even more importantly, the president who, together with a band of his closest thugs, misfits, and Marxists, tried to destroy American democracy. 
But they will fail and we will win bigger and better than ever before. Charging a former president of the United States under the Espionage Act of 1917 wasn't meant for this. An act for a crime so heinous that only the death penalty would do and threatening me with 400 years in prison for possessing my own presidential papers, which just about every other president has done is one of the most outrageous and vicious legal theories ever put forward in an American court of law. The Espionage Act has been used to go after traitors and spies. It has nothing to do with a former president legally keeping his own documents. As president, the law that applies to this case is not the Espionage Act, but very simply the Presidential Records Act which is not even mentioned in this ridiculous 44-page indictment. Under the Presidential Records Act, which is civil, not criminal, I had every right to have these documents. The crucial legal precedent is laid out in the most important case ever on this subject, known as the Clinton Sox case. You know what that means? After leaving the White House, Bill Clinton kept 79 audio tapes in his sock drawer. They included discussions of U.S. military involvement in Haiti, discussions of U.S. foreign policy, both defense and offense, against Cuba, recordings of President Clinton's conversations with all of the many foreign leaders at the time. Think of that. Sensitive facts about trade negotiations taken from presidential briefings, discussions with the Secretary of State about conflict in Bosnia, and much, much more. Very big stuff. Not only was Bill Clinton never even considered for criminal prosecution based on the tapes he took, but when he was sued for them, he won the case. President Trump live on Newsmax last night talking in depth about that case and the judge in the Clinton Sox case citing the Presidential Records Act that the decision to segregate personal materials from presidential records is made by the president during the president's term and in the president's sole discretion. Again, that coming from the judge in that case. Meanwhile, the Wall Street Journal has an article today titled The Trump Boxes and Clinton's Sock Drawer. And there were no boxes, piles and piles of boxes, as we discussed yesterday, 102 or 103 documents barely fills up half of a bank box, boxes of stuff from the White House or his uh, presidential term. But there was only about a half a box of documents. Anyway, Greta Van Susteren has been an attorney since even before the Clinton Sox case. In fact, she covered that case as well as the Clinton impeachment. Indictments are serious. The charges in the Trump indictment are serious. But as shocking as they are, and they are, do not forget, indictments are 100% one-sided meaning they only represent what the prosecutor thinks or believes and what he then presented to the 16 to 23 grand jurors. The burden of proof for an indictment is not beyond a reasonable doubt. It is vastly less than that. It is more along the line of maybe, likely, possibly that the law was violated and that it is legally enough for a grand jury to believe that there should be a trial. It is theoretically possible, think about this, that a grand jury could believe enough evidence was presented behind closed doors to indict 
but upon hearing all the evidence in the trial from both sides, would vote not guilty. That's because in a trial, there is an opportunity to have the government's evidence and witnesses tested for the first time by both sides. It's called cross-examination. A trial is also an opportunity, if the defense elects, to present evidence of its own and even for the defendant to testify if he so chooses. A defendant, of course, is not required to testify. I have no idea what all the evidence is or what the defense in the Trump federal case is. I've only read the indictment. I urge you to wait for all the evidence and not get your hair set on fire by an electrifying indictment with even more electrifying word espionage. Now let me turn to another very important issue, prosecutorial discretion. Just because a prosecutor can, and even if the prosecutor believes a crime committed, doesn't mean a prosecutor should always indict. That's where prosecutorial discretion comes in. That is enormous power that belongs only to the prosecutor to decide whether to indict, what to indict, and who to indict. There's no bright line defining prosecutorial discretion. It's simply good judgment and, most importantly, a sense of fairness. Fairness is what builds and maintains confidence in our nation's criminal justice system. Unfairness destroys confidence, destroys the system. So what is fairness? Well, just ask yourself this. Is everyone similarly situated being treated the same, or is someone being singled out? Today, with the controversy over classified documents, there is a lot of hair splitting going on, and for the most part, it's being done along party lines. Politics should have no place in the courtroom. With Trump being the only one indicted from the list I named, it's fair to ask now whether you like Trump or not, but rather why Trump got an indictment and the others I named did not. They all violated the law. That is a fact. That's veteran attorney and journalist Greta Van Susteren. The list that she mentioned includes not only the Clintons, Bill and Hillary, but President Biden, who waited more than 60 days from before the November midterms until January to tell the American people about his possession of classified documents at his home and office, and even Clinton aide Uma Abedin, who stored classified documents on her husband's laptop. More from Florida Congressman Michael Waltz on this morning's Wake Up America. Congressman Michael Waltz, sir, thanks for joining us. I just want to get your reaction to everything that happened yesterday from the courtroom to then former President Trump's speech and just how everybody is treating this, especially, you know, the mainstream media. Well, as you said in your lead-in, set aside your opinion of President Trump just as a a historic matter uh, in our nation to have a sitting president and his Department of Justice uh, uh, (laughs) prosecuting the leading political opponent and a former president is uh, obviously unprecedented in American history, and that alone should merit its coverage. Uh, Yet, as you pointed out, the mainstream media is not only turning a blind eye to any type of rebuttal, uh, to any type of defense uh, on, on this matter, they're also ignoring the uh, ongoing investigation into the same current president, and they're ignoring the long history of these types of cases. Uh, And my point that I'll continue to make is, I don't know, uh, uh, precedent matters in our jurisprudence, case law matters in our jurisprudence, prosecutorial discretion matters, and when that's used or not used in the past, that's going to affect uh, and should affect current uh, cases. So when you have, as President Trump pointed out, when you have former President Clinton with classified tapes and yet the judge cites the Presidential Records Act, a civil administrative law, 
when you have his former uh, national security advisor, Sandy Berger, break into the National Archives, steal original classified documents and destroy them. Yeah, stuff them in his socks. Back on the wrist. And when you have the sitting national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, uh, who was Clinton's deputy chief of staff, emailing highly classified documents and gets promoted to be the national security advisor handling classified documents right now this morning as we speak, that all is going to come to bear on this case. And that all leads the American people to say this is a political prosecution. And guys, I've served in countries as a Green Beret around the world where this happens all the time. Never thought I'd see it in this country. As Allison Maloney mentioned back at the beginning, nothing from the mainstream media. In fact, the major news networks have given zero, zero coverage to the Biden Burisma story and nearly 300 minutes, 291 minutes to be exact on Donald Trump's indictment. On MSNBC last night, they had five, six, maybe seven people on a panel, wall-to-wall coverage, like it was election night. Yes, it is big news, I get that, historic news, the former president indicted in federal court this time. But again, look at the alleged crime and the circumstances. On Morning Joe, it's guest after guest after guest about Donald Trump being the worst person in the world. Not just today, that's every day. I've said this before, but on most given days, under normal circumstances, you can turn on MSNBC or CNN, and they're talking about Trump. If they're not, they will be talking about him in just a matter of minutes. They talk about Trump way more than Newsmax talks about Trump, only it's all negative. The woke mind virus. And they didn't talk about this. The foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. That was Senator Chuck Grassley on the Senate floor Monday, and you remember this. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. Leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. You remember that, but you never see it or hear about it anymore on the networks who have deemed it as nothing big, nothing important. Don Jr. is up next, but first... You know the old saying, good things come in small packages? The Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier is about the size of your hand, but powerful enough to kill viruses, mold, and odors quickly. I now have a couple of these in my home, and it is amazing how we can actually smell cleaner, fresher, healthier air in our home. My wife, who suffers from allergies, is especially happy with it. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier, you uses proven oxy technology to purify the air. I don't know all the technology, I just know it works. And because it's not a filter, you don't have to keep on buying filters. It has no filter. You just plug it in. And right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. Simply go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code TONY, like my name, save $200. That's Eden, E-D-E-N, 
puredeals.com, discount code TONY, and shipping is free. Carl Higby, host of Frontline, spoke with Donald Trump Jr. Uh, Don, I'm sorry you're here under these circumstances, but I I mean, what do you have to say after all we've seen in the last five hours? Well, honestly, it's really about what we've seen over the last five years, Carl. And I guess at this point, I don't think anyone should be surprised. They should be outraged. Uh, They should be pissed off. Uh, But at this point, I don't think anyone should be surprised. There's two Uh, levels of justice. There's one for powerful Democrats and there's one for everyone else. Uh, You've seen that. You've seen, uh, you know, the only precedent on a similar case like this is Bill Clinton. And it seems everything is 100 percent fine. Uh, You have the Joe Biden document scandal and he was vice president and couldn't actually declassify those documents. They're sitting all over his Chinese funded think tank. They're sitting in his garage where Hunter Biden had access while he was magically you know, raking in millions from China and Ukraine and Russia. And, you know, we're to believe that uh, he had no power and others had no power over him with this information and knowledge. I'm sure that's viable, just like I'm sure those people invested in a crackhead uh, because it was a good business proposition, not because they were buying influence. Uh, that's not how it works in the real world. But I think the American people are now seeing that, Carl. They're seeing just how insane all of this actually is. They're seeing just how far the Democrats will go to pursue their political enemies. And it's outrageous. I did a whole thing on my Triggered podcast last night with Cash Patel underlining the prosecutor, uh, both uh, the lady prosecuting the case as well as Jack Smith and all of the details and things that they've been reprimanded for disciplinarily uh, in terms of you know what they've done historically. Uh, And let's just say these are not good, moral, decent people who believe in the Constitution. These are people who will do whatever it takes uh, to secure the conviction that the Democrat Party is looking for. And that's what Joe Biden's DOJ has been doing. That's evidenced across the board, not just with Trump. Don Jr. on Frontline with Carl Higby. That's weekday afternoons at 5 o'clock Eastern. In Washington today, Republicans and Democrats will face off on the diamond for the annual congressional baseball game. It's being uh, played at Nationals Park. Tonight, the president delivers remarks at the League Conservation Voters Capital Dinner. The League of Conservation Voters Capital Dinner. Oh, and I forgot to mention a big congratulations to the Las Vegas Golden Knights on winning their first ever Stanley Cup. They've only been in existence for six years. This after taking out the mighty Florida Panthers in five games, a goal-scoring barrage last night in Vegas. So congratulations to the Golden Knights and all of their fans. And a reminder for you, Newsmax is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Xfinity, Comcast, Cox Cable, DirecTV, Dish, and more. It's also available on your favorite platforms like Amazon, Apple TV, Roku, Zumo, Pluto, and others. And definitely make sure you get the Newsmax app. It's free, it's easy to download, and then you can watch your favorite show anywhere, anytime, and stay up to date with breaking news. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Be sure to check out some of the other great Newsmax podcasts as well. Enjoy the rest of your hump day and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.